0: Good morning, happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Language Confidence Project, the daily dose of language courage for people who love languages and those who really don't, but have to learn one anyway. And yesterday I asked you to come up with a list of the absolute worst, least suitable language experiences you could think of all the things, all the activities, all the features that would make up a language course that you would truly hate, that you know that some people would absolutely love, would actively seek out, but for you would be the ultimate nightmare. And today we're starting a conversation about what might be right for us. So. For a lot of us, when we take on a big learning project as an adult, especially if we haven't done one before, whether that's a new language, a degree, we decide we're going to write that book, our first thought is where we last did a whole lot of learning, and that was at school. And largely it worked, so we set about recreating a tiny little micro-classroom for ourselves. With a desk and a desk chair, nice pen pots, maybe even some study posters, we get ourselves a textbook. And we think we have well and truly activated learning mode. And for some people, that's exactly what they need. They flourished at school, they loved the process, and all those things bring them back to a place of focus, of achieving, and of feeling supported. But if that is not you, today we're starting to look at what we could do instead to make your language learning more intentional, more fun, and more you. So if you want to escape the classroom physically or psychologically, these next three episodes are going to be perfect for you. And today we're going to turn our attention to our language learning space. And I'm popping in with a few questions to get you started on that. There are three. So number one is what would your ideal language learning space look like? If you could have a Pinterest board of perfect study spaces for you, what would they look like? And I don't just mean in terms of size and aesthetic and style of furniture and things like that. What would they feel like? Would they be creative? Would they be more restful? Encouraging? Is minimalism important to you? Would you find it easier to focus or more practical to have one primary study space? Or would you move around a lot and prefer, for example, to be going to lots of different cafes and libraries and co-working spaces? And as we talked about in the last episode of season four, do you even need to be indoors to do the kind of studying that you're doing right now? If you're still enjoying good weather where you are, could you be taking your language learning outside more? Question 2. What would you want to put in it? If you do decide that you'd like one primary study space and it's in your own house, what would you like to put in it? Maybe things like house plants, music, fidget toys to fiddle with, What would make this space inviting for you, but also a space where you are the most able to concentrate, to do your best work, and think your best thoughts. A place you want to come to, but also a place you want to stay in. And question number three. Finally, is there anything today that you could do to make your current learning space just a little bit more fun, a bit more comfortable, or just better in whatever way matters the most to you right now. It doesn't need to be a big job, it doesn't need to be expensive or to cost anything at all. It just needs to be a thing that makes your space 1% more you. So it might be bringing something in that you thought about in the last question, like you know, lights, candles, artwork, a cushion, or pen pots for your desk so that your stationery is better organised. It might be giving yourself the gift of space by clearing away some of the old projects and things that you're not working on right now. It might be putting up some post-its with notes on them to cheer on future you. And it might be as simple and quick and practical as bringing an extension lead in so that you don't always have to unplug one thing when you want to charge something else. You might not be able to create your perfect language learning environment right now, but knowing what you want and how those things could help you is a huge step in the right direction. You can carve your own path on this. As an adult, even if you're in classes most of the day, when you go home and you study in your assignments or you go to the library to study your vocabulary, you get to make the space that will help you the most. And if you really want to dive into being your own best teacher and making your own personal classroom a place you want to be this autumn, I would love to invite you to check out the Be Your Own Best Teacher group programme, which starts on Monday, September the 25th and runs all the way through till December the 15th. We'll be mixing workshops, journaling, co-working and group accountability calls to help us sift through our school day experiences, work out what we want to keep in our present day language learning and how to leave all the less useful stuff behind. We'll be diving into everything from creating our ideal learning environments, to getting intentional about what kinds of tasks and activities we plan for ourselves, exploring our ideas about rewards and punishment, success and failure, and how our inner teacher talks us through confusion and frustration. You will leave bursting with ideas about how to make learning and productivity more compassionate, more relevant to your adult life and more importantly with a much clearer idea of what you need to learn a language and what you're doing because someone somewhere told you you should. And if you're curious but you're not sure yet, it is not too late to sign up to the two-week Taster fortnight, which started on Monday. It's running up until the Friday after next, where you can try everything out completely for free, and there is no pressure to sign up for the full programme at the end. So if you'd like to join, send me a DM at @twithemily Tea with Emily or email emily at languageconfidenceproject.com. Both of those are in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. The last two days have been so much fun. Have a wonderful day and I will see you tomorrow.